Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this GVU call where I was intending to share some of my favorite focusing tricks. It started off with just one, but I've got a couple more than that, and I thought it would be really cool to hear some of your favorite focusing tricks. So let's just lay down some background information. We know that as conscious creators, some of our challenges are how to keep our attention on and thus offer the instruction that we want uh, for whatever it is that we desire. We want to learn how to keep focused on what we prefer instead of what is or what we don't prefer. So our challenge is to create that alignment to what we want instead of just get more of the same by perpetuating the same old, same old vibration. And i got to say, I've been thinking lately about how, how differently I experience the inspiration from Abraham and Neville. Those are probably my two biggest inspirations as a conscious creator. And yet they seem so different. My two favorites, so different. Like Abraham seems to me, what I hear from them so often is, hey, look, you get what you vibrate, so just chill out, get happy, meditate, and get ready to be ready. It'll all work out. That seems like the heart of Abraham's message. But Neville got a very different approach. He, he tells us to assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. He says we should occupy the state to make there here and to make then now. These are direct quotes from Neville. He, he tells us to dwell in it as though it were true and, you know, to watch our self-talk. He says control the nature and direction of your inner conversation. Everything is a manifestation of our mental conversations. Those those two ideas from Neville and Abraham, I think, have been contributing to a new thing I've been playing with for a while. <laughs> new thing for a while. I'd say for about a month. Uh, I, and I think, it's, I think it's combined inspirations from those two teachers. So <laughs> actually, and I've actually been playing with both, and I, and I think you can see where they come from. Okay, here's... Here's one that just came to me spontaneously one day, and I liked it so much I've been using it ever since. And this has been for a couple of weeks. And that is to remind myself, when I'm in the midst of not feeling fabulous, you know, Neville, you guys remember Wayne Dyer quoting Abraham, but he could just as easily have gotten it from Neville, saying that nothing is more important than that we feel good. I believe that. And I know that that's that's a very big key of our alignment work, of our vibration management process. So one of the things that I've been playing with as I notice when I'm not feeling fabulous or I have room for improvement in how I'm focused is to just say to myself this sentence, I know how to feel better. Or sometimes I say it as, I know how to feel good. It depends on what, depends on how down my state is. Sometimes I, I need to say feel better, but 
often I can say feel good, and just reminding myself that I experience the vibrational shift in it. When I remind myself, I know how to feel good. I, so I'm not, I'm not stuck where I'm at. I don't even have to like find another thought after that. I don't have to go efforting for it because it comes on the heels of the sentence just saying to myself, I know how to feel better. So it, I just noticed this, like there's an ease. There's a, a lifting of the tension that I was holding or the stress that I was experiencing. It's like those gremlin thoughts lose their grip when I speak that spell. I know how to feel better. And there might you guys might find a different version that would work for you better. It might even just be something like, I want to feel better or I'm ready to feel better. I know Abraham has said, whenever you are feeling less than good, if you will stop and say, nothing is more important than that I feel good, I want to find a reason now to feel good, you will find an improved thought. That's from their book, Money and the Law of Attraction. And there really is something magical about, it's like we're speaking our way into something else. I don't have to think of a reason why I feel better. I just have to remind myself that I know how to. That's all it is. That's my simple little focusing trick. <laughs> we're only a couple minutes into the call, and that's it. But there's another one I've been playing with as well. And this that, that one, I know how to feel better, feels like it's more Abraham-inspired. This other one I've been playing with more recently feels like it's coming from Neville Inspiration. And here's how I've been experiencing that one. I'm going to yell at my puppy real quick. They're, they're such good watchdogs. So when, all right, you know how our money aligner uh, practice for August has been speaking money into being? As I've been playing with that, I've I've engaged it in a way that not only been reinforcing my habit of speaking money into my world, but also shifting other not-so-fabulous vibrations. Here's how I've been using it. So like when I'm in in something that I'm not loving, it, and it's, it could be little stuff, like, oh, uh, I'm in traffic on the freeway, and we're stopped. We're stopped on the freeway, and I got dogs at home that got a potty, and we're... And I just had my carpets cleaned. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel kind of anxious about the whole situation. And I could feel the swear words on the tip of my tongue about how it's ridiculous. This time of day, we shouldn't be having traffic. We shouldn't be stopped on the freeway for blankety-blank sake. And then and I hear myself. I feel myself getting all wrapped up. And I use that as my cue to remind myself of what I'd been practicing with the money aligner, which is I tell the story about how that money manifested in my world. <laughs> so I'm like right in the middle of something that I don't love, but I say, yeah, but isn't it cool how? And then I just tell myself the story. The one I'd been playing with recently was I posted in the forums about how I manifested six grand in 18 hours, six grand above and beyond what I normally make, just surprise out of the blue windfall money. So I'd, I'd been with the money aligner practice, I'd been speaking that, Oh, just once during the day. But I liked it so much and I was doing it Neville style. In fact I might have I might have said in the forum about how I was using it. The first couple of days I used it, I, w- I was speaking it, but but I realized I was speaking it in order to make it happen. I wasn't it I wasn't speaking it in acknowledgement that it already had. There was a subtle difference there, a subtle but a powerful difference in that. So it was um someone had sent me a Neville video that 
really clued me into what to what I was doing here, the room for improvement I had and how I was speaking it. So so then when I started telling my six grand in eighteen hours story, I started telling it like it had already happened. I muted and I yelled real loud at that. <laughs> I, 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 I talked about it like it had already happened, like it was something that that was the truth in my reality, not something that I was creating by speaking it, but something that was already so. I, I nebulized it. And I was enjoying it so much that in other parts of my day when I'd find myself starting to gripe about something, I'd be like, yeah, but wasn't it cool how you made six grand in 18 hours? Girl, that was so cool. I know, and it, you could tell, right, just the way I'm saying it right there, how powerful of a shifter that was for me. So those are the two focusing tricks I've been playing with lately. And if anyone didn't read my post, the that money was rolling in pretty quickly, especially after I made that shift. That first 250 that showed up out of the blue, uh, I was I loved my response. My response was driftwood because it would have been very easy for anyone to be like, oh, it's going to take a lot of 250 dollars to get to six grand. But I didn't say that. I was like. I smiled. I was like, Driftwood, universe has heard me. It's working. And then the next day, it was four grand. And the day after that, it was two grand. I'm I'm rounding. It's basically four grand and two grand and then a grand after that. So that um, speaking it so process, I was not just having fun with, with it. It was actually serving me really well as far as 3D physical results. But what I love more about it is using those opportunities where I recognize that I'm not do I'm not flowing my best vibes to just totally switch it up and speak that thing. So I think the reason it was, it worked really well for me is because I was using something that was nice but not necessary. I didn't have any need around it. I think that was one reason why that money story was so effective. I do enjoy manifesting money, so that's like easy for me to celebrate it's something again nice but not necessary so um those were my two focusing tricks that i wanted to share i've got a couple of others that i thought might be good for us to go through since we're having a call on focusing tricks but i would love 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 to hear from anyone who's dialed in who's got something that you think would be valuable for others to hear as well or if anyone has any comments or questions at all i've been talking long enough let's hear from someone else Hello, this is Brent. Thanks, Brent. Yeah, hi. Um, yeah, so yesterday I did some. I was feeling kind of wonky in the morning, and there's a reason for that, ultimately. But um, I decided to do like gridding. Like I put um, integration as my word to integrate all the aspects of my life and make it all coherent and and joyful and playful and all that kind of stuff. And so I did a grid like Abraham does. You know, I just put all these. I put emotions, the emotions that I am feeling as mm. if I've already integrated everything. And it was really fun to do that. And I did doodles and, and other words. But that felt really powerful. And I felt each word as I wrote it down, like fun or, mm. or joy mm. or whatever it was. And that really vibed me up. Oh, I love it. You know what you're making me think of, Brent? You know how, the, you know, what are those, those like word collages where the oh, computer program it, puts together all these combination of words all kind of mismatched. You know, some are horizontal, some are vertical, and they're all, like, mapped up together. I I was thinking about how cool it would be to create 
I just saw that yesterday when I was watching that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, the girls that were rowing across the Pacific Ocean, they had that in their little boat when they were laying down. It was on their ceiling. It's like they each had their own word collage. Anyway, I was thinking about how important that was because they were like rowing for nine months or something like that. Has anyone seen Losing Sight of the Shore? It was a cool little documentary about their how they were the first women, <laughs> they're called the Coxless Crew, to row ac- across the Pacific Ocean from, they left from California to Australia. So cool. Anyway, I love I love that idea, Brent, of, of literally creating like a vibrational grid for ourselves through the words. That feels like fun and effective. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. You're making me want to make one. (laughs) Word clouds. Yes, Robert. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking. Anyone else have anything for us? Or should I share a couple of other? These are more traditional focusing tricks. You guys will know these. But often we forget to employ them. <laughs> um, well, one of these is actually, okay, this is, I don't know what to call this one. I just have a note to myself. I call it rich people problems. I Basically, that's quoting my dad. Okay, there, I, just re, I just recall a time when I wished for this sort of a quote-unquote problem. Like lately, when I'm dealing with some of the hassles of being a homeowner, like when we have a really big rainstorm and there's a spot in the hall that gets wet and i got to get someone up there to go look at the roof and I'm trying to find someone who will do that for me because <laughs> I thought it was already handled before I bought it. Okay, and I don't like it. I don't like dealing with this. This isn't my idea of a good time. I'm not enjoying it. Okay, if I just purposely remind myself about that time when I lived with someone else that I felt restricted by and all I wanted to do was live on my own and call my own shots and have my own mortgage and be my own boss. Here I am doing it. You could hear the smile as I say that, right? That's such a dramatic shifter to just get a different angle on the quote-unquote problem. Like once upon a time, this was my, this is what I wanted for myself. Where Another way to think of that, when I'm moaning and groaning about something, um, oh, like someone told me it would be, re- of course, I could get a roof rack for my car to get my to get a paddleboard to the beach because I don't want to have to rely on a guy in a truck to do that every time. They said, sure, you can get a roof rack for your car. It's easy. It's a cinch. No problem. Uh, cool. All right. So I bought a paddleboard. And I bought everything else. And then I go to buy the roof rack, and it turns out, no, it's not that easy. I'm probably going to need professional. And okay, hear me. I'm going on. I got this. Oh. And my dad would say, "Oh, really? You're having trouble getting a new paddleboard to the lake from your dream house? No, oh, rich people problems." <laughs> I really. He he doesn't. He, that might sound a little mean the way I'm quoting him, but but it just it snaps me back into the reality that I am living a dream come true life, which I believe all of us are. I don't think I'm exceptional. Another way to look at this is how someone else might really like to trade me for this problem. Like if I'm having trouble deciding whether to give this guy another go or to call it quits, someone else on the other end of the world, she doesn't even get to choose for herself because she's experiencing an arranged marriage. She has a sweetie. She doesn't even get to consider marrying him because that's how it is for her. I know because I get emails. I can't believe this still happens in 2017. It's totally still happening. She'd, 
that's a pleasure of a problem in in her world to decide who should my lover be. Oh, cool problem. So sometimes to just help, we can get a completely different vibration going on it when we look at it from a different perspective. Those are three different ways to potentially do that. But there's another focusing trick that I think many of us have employed on occasion. In fact, if you have recently, I'd love to hear about it. I'm talking about good old-fashioned pivoting, as Abraham calls it, where whenever you're experiencing contrast, you just ask yourself, okay, so what did this contrast just create? Because we know everything comes from a new desire, right? Everything new, and it comes from a new desire, and desire comes from contrast. So an experience of contrast is a sign that you just up the ante on your vortex. What I mean by that is what's in store for you just got even better when you remember to keep your head turned in that direction, and pivoting can help us do that. So the next time you are, I did this a lot, a lot with uh, this, two guys ago. <laughs> we had a lot of contrast with Russ when we were sharing that roof together and that mortgage together. And I would experience what I did not want in a relationship from him. Many times I soothed myself by just thinking, Ooh, you know what, this is put in my vortex. And I would imagine the opposite. I'd imagine the opposite of that guy. Can you hear? Just as I, it just is, it's a wonderful, wonderful technique for shifting the vibration. It's, it, and it all stems from shifting our focus. So don't forget the power of pivoting. There's another one that could be handy right now for a lot of people, especially in the U.S., although there's crazy contrast all over the world. <sighs> Anyone who's feeling angry about maybe white supremacists who aren't getting called on the carpet because they're getting a free pass from the president, here's a good focusing trick. Or any situation like that where we're having strong angry judgment or criticism or whatever might be flowing for us. It's to ask this, how does Source see this? If you could imagine seeing this situation through Source's eyes or through Source's perspective, because Source doesn't do anything but love. <laughs> if you can do that, and I'm not saying we can in every case, but if you can, guaranteed vibration shifter. I don't know if anyone's been using that one lately, but I have had to resort to that one a couple of times when it came to some of our politics here in America. Um, anyone else got good tips for us, focusing tricks, stories, suggestions, questions? Jeanette. This is Tom. Okay, let's hear from Susan first and then Tom. Just a, a few that have come up over time one of which I actually don't use, but I know other people use, um, and that's a focus wheel. Uh, doesn't uh, Sort of not in my particular sphere, but for some people using the focus wheel works well. For me, appreciation, which you just talked about, your dad's rich people problem uh, thing. Um, affirmations, we heard on yesterday's call, somebody who turned things around for themselves with an affirmation. Actually, it was you, Tom, um, the affirmation. Mm. And then also um, positive energy objects like crystals or uh, other kinds of things just to help kind of shake it up because, as you know, as Abraham talks about it, our unconscious focus can get us in a place at times that we – we're sort of not sure how we got there, and 
it's that unconscious. It's focusing on the pain and negativity of a situation and then, as you said, pivoting and flipping it. So those are just my right suggestions. Right Thank you, Susan, Thank you. for sharing those. Tom? Yeah, um, I had a few. Um, I've been doing one for about 40 years that really always is wonderful to know and to use, and that's when I'm in any situation where it's kind of um, pressure, um, like maybe I'm in a conversation with several people and I don't like where the conversation's going, or maybe I'm just driving in my car and and I'm just uh, wanting to go deeper. I'm wanting to feel more. Or um, maybe I'm thinking too much and I just want to get away from that. And so I, I just start following my breath. And, um, you know, I had a teacher for, you know, 40 years who who said that, you know, the that in the breath contains everything, you know, like the whole universe is contained in the breath. And um, and so when you hook up to the breath, um, you're up opening yourself to magic, you know, to any possibility of goodness that could evolve. And so just to go there, like a lot of times if I'm standing in a group of people, I'll just be following my breath. You know, I won't be trying to as much be in the conversation. Sometimes I'm totally in the conversation, but um, it's just a way to, to be balanced, and that's, that's one thing I do to focus. Another thing um, I learned from Gay Hendricks uh, from the Conscious Loving, Conscious Living coaching training was he has this thing called open-ending, open, open-ended wondering. And so when you're in any situation, I use this with clients a lot, you know, I say you sort of go, hmm, I wonder what good could come out of this, or hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder what there is to learn here, or hmm, I wonder what my body's trying to tell me, you know, and mm. and then you leave it open-ended and you just relax and let go and let the answers come in their own time. Oh, um, I like it. And another thing I do to focus a lot is uh, I, I read something from um, the other realm, you know, like, a, like after I finish with a client and maybe the conversation was on relationships, I'll go and listen to several segments on relationships from Abe that directly address the question the person had and so I'm constantly refocusing myself back to that kind of learning that comes from the other realm so those are helpful these are great tips great great tips I'm totally playing with the wondering open-ended wondering that feels like a fun one and certainly the meditation one it's got to be one of the oldest most employed focusing tools out there (laughs) Thanks yeah, and the, that the, the way that the way that Gay Hendricks taught the wondering was so cool because he 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 dramatizes the hmm, you know, he goes he goes, you know, and it makes you remember that to do it because you go hmm, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what this situation is trying to tell me, or hmm, I wonder why I just stubbed my toe so bad, you know, <laughs> you know, and you, and you start, you know, like. Leaving it open-ended to see what the answer might be. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it. Totally playing with that. Um, you you guys are reminding me of, oh, something I used to say to others. Like, oh, so if someone wasn't having a great time, like they were trying to fix something and it wasn't happening and they were starting to get angry or they were like in the middle of a big mess trying to clean up. And I just to lighten the mood, someone who's getting kind of out of sorts, I'd be like, yeah, but you sure look good doing it. 
<laughs> and I like that so much that I started saying it to myself too. And that it really it even works on my own self. Yeah, but you look good doing it. <laughs> it's just like it makes everything a little bit better when uh when I'm feeling out of sorts. This is a this is a good resource call. I'm liking what's getting added here. So who else has something to share with us? Is there anything in chat room I need to read in? Oh, Tia says, I do the placemat process to focus on the things I want to do and to clarify what I'm gladly handing over to universe. Ooh, that is a powerful way to let go, doesn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. That's that's you really know, you know, one, official. One that I learned in comedy improv um, is it, and I never thought of this until one of the teachers said it. They said, you, when you go into a scene with the other character or characters, you ask yourself during the scene, you say, what's funny about this? Mm. You know, and uh, <laughs> so I, I'm starting to do that, you know, or or like I'm in the kitchen and I'm and I'm feeling lighthearted and I go, oh, I could actually dance to this or I could, you know, I could say the music's on, you know, and or I could actually dance right now or I could actually <laughs> sing right now. And so I open my mouth and I start letting it come out my mouth, you know, and I realize I never have given myself permission to just say that it's OK to have a friggin good time, you know, anytime you feel like it. <laughs> You know, nice. and uh, give myself permission to enjoy this friggin' life, you know. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yes, Susan says, or to tell your story in a humorous way. Mm-hmm. I like mm, that, Susan. Yeah. Meg says uh, she's also playing with Hiring the Heavens. Yes, those who remember that book, which I still haven't read, but I feel like enough of you have shared shared from the book with me about it that I'm skilled enough to do the same thing. I think that could be a great one as well. Also good for letting go, which sometimes some of us have a challenge doing. <laughs> We're so used to thinking we have to micromanage our whole life situation ourselves. Uh, let me see if there's anything else in chat room, or does anyone mm-hmm. else have anything to add before we wrap up yeah. our call today? Oh, yeah, Brent. Thinking, hi again. Um, I was just thinking of uh, rephrase, refocusing on like um, our little animal friends, you know, like reminding us uh, how thankful we are for having their companionship and love and just allowing Mm -hmm. ourselves to feel that fully. And that'll help raise your vibration away from whatever it is you're cranky about. Or I like to think of what did my cat, what would my cat do? You know, how how would he see that in the situation? He'd be like, yeah, whatever, (laughs) pretty much. You know, you are... You, I couldn't agree more with that one. In fact, one of the ways I use that sometimes is if I'm really out of sorts and I think I got a very serious problem on my hands, I'll just remind myself back on one of those occasions when all I wanted was for my cat to come home or for my dog to be okay. And here they are, right here by me. Like that, like that—that's like my worst, absolute worst problem that I've when I've had that problem. I've been like, I can't believe I woke up this morning mad because I shrunk my jeans or something stupid and ridiculous. Like that, it puts in perspective what really matters. And to be able to, that's that's often my better feeling thought is, you know what? Everyone's here, present, and accounted for. Life isn't that bad. Or if I've got a friend who's an animal-loving friend who's complaining about something, I'm like, you know what? All your animals are fine. You got nothing to complain about because those times when they aren't, that feels like, okay, that's that's the ultimate contrast. So to just recognize, hey, we're not there. This probably works even better for people with 
kids <laughs> or people who've experienced the sorts of health challenges where they were facing their own death. I mean, that mm-hmm. can definitely be um, a reality check that these things we sometimes get our panties in a twist about really aren't that big of a deal. Jeanette, it's Dana. I have one. Dana! Thanks for <laughs> chiming in. Nice to hear you. And it's humorous because sometimes, you know, it's so thick, right? The air is thick. And I learned this from my boyfriend. And now we do it so much with each other that it's a great pivot in the relationship if we find ourselves going down the bitch train, right? Like Mike Dooley talks or Andy Dooley talks about being on the bitch train. So we might get, like, our panties in a waddle about the grandkids and how they're not being parented the way we parented our kids. <laughs> and then we look at each other and we go, so, how about them Dodgers? <laughs> literally. It's literally, like, totally off the subject. But now we do it so much with each other. Not that often because we're pretty good conscious creators. But, you know, we, we catch ourselves and we, we shift the conversation just, like, totally ending it. Like, it's our sign to each other that we're not having this conversation anymore. And nice now I do, and now I do it with myself. Like I'll just be going, uh, you know, my mind going somewhere <laughs> where it doesn't need to go, and I'll be like, "So Dana, how about them Dodgers?" You know, it's just a total cool. three sixty. It's stupid, but it works. It's really powerful. I'm, I'm still. And, it's, oh, go ahead. And it's um, the other one that I love that you talked about that I use a lot because I do divine lens coaching, which is like seeing it through God's eyes or the universe's eyes. Is that just like, well, how would God see this situation? It's like, oh, yeah, Dana, you know, right knock it off. Right? right knock on. it off. <laughs> yeah. It's boggling my That's mind my that your, that your, it sounded like your example wasn't hypothetical, that you're a grandmother. You are, you just do not strike me as anywhere near old enough. Oh, well, to be it's a grandmother. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, so these are Roland's grandkids. And minor, oh, okay. my, minor in the heavens right now, being hired. Okay, <laughs> okay. they're not here yet. But yeah, okay. it's, it's coming. So, but you know, there's a lot so of contrast. Yeah, um, yeah, more, more you know, contrast because they're not mine, right? So they don't have any of the, <laughs> they don't have any of me in them. So it's really contrasting, <laughs> super powerfully bad. You know, your technique is reminding me, especially a fun one to practice with a partner to play the "Wouldn't it be nice if" game where we we take oh, yeah. turns finishing that sentence for each other. That's, That's one of my favorite ones to play with someone who will with me. I've, I haven't had a person who is good at it in a while, but I sure love that one. Mm-hmm. That's like I acting play, as if, right? Yeah. Out loud, and I, out loud play. I love that. I play it alone, but it is so much more fun with someone else in my oh, experience. Anyway. Totally, totally fun, yeah. Anytime you want, look me up. I'll, I'll play with you. I love it. Right on. And, I, Thanks, and I'm good at it, too. <laughs> so, Ming, did you dial in to share? <laughs> uh, I dialed in to hear what your focusing trick was. <laughs> <laughs> but, me, too. Me, too. Oh. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I missed the whole first 30 minutes, but I'm catching up on chat here. So for me, it's telling a new story. I don't even know if I'm on base, off base, but um, yeah, we're on the same page. That okay, was basically mine. Be, but I'm, let's hear it in your words, because okay. everyone already so heard it. Okay. So as you know, I'm practicing with my mom because she's telling her own story, which pushed me to tears of frustration last night. But I was practicing, as you said, just to see her in a different way or see her thriving. And that's what I did. I went to bed. And it was interesting because I started seeing her 
just being well, not having to necessarily listen to what she should be doing. Um, but I kind of started talking to her higher self. It was kind of interesting. And I was like, okay, well, what would you, mom, if I'm talking to your higher self, what would you say to me? You know, mm-hmm. if I was in your situation, <laughs> well, she started mm-hmm. scolding me. So get, get, so I think I'm on the right path here, but I let her go and I just said, Hey, you know, I just want to make sure you're, we're okay. And all this is, you know, and then I fell asleep. So I must have gotten some peace within myself. But today, you know, it's starting up again. There's all these text messages from my brother and we're going back and forth, back and forth, back. It's like, it's crazy. So, but, um, I, I'm, I'm continuing to do it. I think, you know, with my mom, it's, this is going to be really, really good practice. I am really going to good, get good at this. <laughs> That's my intention. You know so. what? Yeah, and I, I love those opportunities where we get to get even better at it because not everyone is capable of stretching our skills. I like this version of the story where it's nice when we get an opportunity to, to become even more masterful at what we're already good at. Mm. Yes. Thanks, Ming. Very cool. I had another oh, thought yes. that popped up as I was going. I I keep coming back to this every once in a while. Like it's been going on for a while, but it's, it feels like um, self affirmation. You can say to yourself is, "I've overcome every obstacle I've ever faced." Because I wouldn't mm-hmm. be here right now, sitting mm-hmm. in this chair, enjoying this conversation, if I haven't overcome the other obstacles in my life that were so worrisome over the past X number of years, you know? Like, so even though I may still have things that are in contrast or may still have challenges with whomever or whatever situation, I've overcome every challenge I've ever faced because here I am. I'm here having this conversation. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not in the midst of that anymore. I'm now past that. I've overcome it. So Proof of your to, mastery, you know, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you can if you remind yourself. I've done this already. I've, I've gone through this already. I've fixed this already, or whatever it may be, or I've overcome similar things. You know, I'm pretty powerful, so that's great. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice acknowledgement. Really, really nice. Brenda, are we uh, one year anniversary Facebook friends today? Did I see that, or am I imagining it? Oh, we may be. I don't know. I haven't. I think we are. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yay, my pleasure. <laughs> All right, who else has thought of something else to add to our fabulous list here today? Well, I have, people have heard this before, but I do the stop, saying stop out loud when I'm tumbling down the rabbit hole. Mm. You know, when I start telling a story that is not serving me, you know, I don't feel good about it, then I just say, stop. And that allows me to refocus or to focus in a different direction. Susan, that reminds me of, I think it came from EST training when I had an assistant back in corporate world who would she would she, when she was starting to get frustrated about something she would say step left she would announce it step left and she would literally take a step to the left and it kind of felt like the way she was experiencing that it was sort of like 
oh, you know, shaking the etch-a-sketch, giving ourselves a clean slate to start over from so that it just kind of shook off some old energy and um, gave us a chance to have another run at it that might be more successful. It kind of reminds me of that. I think so, and I also think the physical stepping in that situation, or in my case, saying stop out loud, mm-hmm. activates other parts of us. You know, we the enables us to really mentally and physically change the moment. Thanks for adding that. I think that's a helpful one for us to add to our roster of tools. Um, so the one that we had right as we were dialing in and I thought I hit I hit the wrong button and I thought I did something bad on my computer. Brent, what did you say to me when I was having a little oh, so it's, it'll be all right, just pat it on the head. You're okay. Just okay, just this the soothing tone, the way that Brent yeah. said that and as soon as he said it, it like fixed itself. But that um that soothing oh, that was it felt a little magical for helping get me off the page of I got a problem here. <laughs> Into it's gonna be fine. I have a few like that. Um like one is that um I'm an you know what's on the leading edge of my growth is that I say I'm an infinite being and that's my bottom line. And therefore I'm on a journey through infinity. So what am I worried about? Like I'm I'm never gonna get it done. I can't get it wrong and nothing serious is going on here. So it's like mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. it's all those help me just go chill, dude. It's like it's it's really not this big, and that mm-hmm. and that the drama and the worry are old school. That's old school thinking, and we're simply leaving that. You know, we're leaving it as a whole society. I think, but you know, it's there's just a whole other way to perceive reality, mm-hmm. and uh, so I remind myself of that constantly. You know, that that that's really what's going on. Good tip. Not as tip. not near as serious as uh, my mind you know, sometimes thinks. This is going to sound completely in politically incorrect, and it is, it is. But that's one reason why it works for me because it's very unconventional. But Martha Beck once said to me, and Gina Gabellini has done the same thing. When I've been in a coach session with them, and I. I can't, I can't remember what I was saying to Martha, but it was something along the lines of a, some relationship challenge. And she said to me, and she said it just like this, are you retarded? Just like that. And it was like, it was like a slap across the face. It was like, that was unmistakable. You could not miss. It was like someone shaking you by the shoulder saying, come to your senses. You are, you are under an evil spell that is not serving you, it worked for me, not politically correct in any way, shape, or form, but um, that has been effective for me before. I don't, I, I can't say I use that on myself, but sure worked when Martha did it, and Gina Gabellini has been, she's got that same sort of style of a little confrontational, a little, a little hard to miss, it's not warm, fuzzy. I don't want to end on that note. Someone's got to give us something else before I end the recording. <laughs> That's a terrible note to end on. I still like mine. But you look good doing it. <laughs> That's so 
so much nicer. <laughs> I I do like this reminder too. There's more going right than there is going wrong. And even if I can't list it, just I have like a general knowing that that is so. And um, I find a little bit of comfort in that. That can help ease some of the stress too. That it just remembers, reminds me that whatever it is I think is such a big deal right now, it's kind of an illusion. It's like a, it's a bad focusing trick, an unhelpful version of it. Jeanette, it's Meg. Yes, Meg. Thanks for just, tuning in today. I just came up with one. What about you know talking to your future self, who's actually come out the other side in a much mm. better place? Oh, I like that. Sounds really good. Because the way to pull that your... energy in mm-hmm. here right now, huh? Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm because sure they can also say too. it's not that bad, you know. And this is all. Here are all the amazing things that happen. It's kind of it's scripting basically, but scripting mm-hmm. with your future self. Mm-hmm. Feels like magic. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Meg. No problem. Susan's reminding us in chat room about outsourcers. Yep, sometimes getting someone else to flow some good energy for us can do the trick. Very cool. All right, well, I like what we were playing with here today. Thanks, everyone, who's shared what you've played with and inviting us to do the same. If anyone listens to the recording and has something to add, I'll go ahead and start a thread for us in the resources forum. But in the meantime, happy Thursday and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Jeanette. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.